Yes, indeed. It is Monday, August 2nd, 5.30 in the evening. What is good, everybody? That means only one thing if you're hearing my voice talking about practice. Chico's only locally produced sports talk radio show is on the way. Before we get to it, we want to thank you for spending some of your evening with the nonsense it is we do around here. Also want to thank longtime supporter of the show, North Rim Adventure Sports, offering bicycle sales and rentals, cycling apparel and equipment, and a full-service bicycle shop. North Rim Adventure Sports features Trek, Santa Cruz, Yeti, and other brands at 178 East 2nd Street in downtown Chico and online at NorthRimAdventure.com. Got the whole team in the building today, so we're going to have some fun. No further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the show. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. That's right. You know the drill. We are talking about practice. Good to be back. I am your co-host, Drill Gilbert. Alongside me, as always, partner in crime, co-creator of the show, Derek is so Mackey. Yo, what's good, party people? And of course, we got a resident degenerate. If you got it, spend it. The one, the only, Rudy Vasquez. Let's go, baby. And of course, the bathroom bandit, aka Stepman Brad, aka the Beach Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up? Hey, the hey, beach Cowboy. Hi. Yeah, uh, where did that come that. from? Yeah. I enjoy the beach. I wear a cowboy hat sometimes. God, that's terrible, Brad. <laughs> Sorry. Like I get like you try to think you're clever there, but that just that was kind of lackluster, lackluster week. I'm on prime form, but you're. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried. I mean, the the beach the past cowboy. Co- the past cowboy. You haven't gone to the beach in a long time. You know what? I, I <laughs> nor have I ever I seen two, you with a cowboy had, hat at the beach I before had, in my life. I had two high weeks. I can't no, I know like, that. I realized that. So you set the bar very high, but you came in like you, you didn't even like beach. see the bar. The bar is so I far g- above you. <laughs> it's just a dot to you right now. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, it, it was horrible. Was, I didn't yeah. say it was going to be a great week. I mean, I appreciate week. the enthusiasm. Like you went, you said it with such gusto. I was yeah, hoping I could. Like, I was hoping I like, like skate wow, okay. Skate I, I, I hope there was a good story behind it because like there was a good story behind it. But oh yeah, good. But no, there no. Was I was just really hoping to skate by and no one's going to ask questions. I'm actually you glad know? you brought it up because I was just going to let it slide and keep it moving. But I was confused too. I mean, you might as well have said like yourself the cereal king or something. You know. Because I love cereal, then that makes me the king of cereal. Like, that's better than the, the beach. Well, cowboy. I mean, I was going to go with the counter king, but I mean, I feel like I really... <laughs> Yay! 
That would have been better. I feel like I feel like we're just going too long with this. No, never, never, man. So just keep so keep keep it going. Now can't you lost it? Remember for next week though. The winds have kind of left right now. It's gonna take something some big push to make it come back, but. I All appreciate right. the yeah, effort, no. though. You know, I'm sorry. So. I'm just, you know, I'm a ball buster, and I had to. Yeah. All That's right. fair. All right. Works for me. Because, again, you I, I, under, I understand. You I, got, I, you've been really I good. I knew this week was not going to be good. Okay. So. Again, you just said it with such emphasis. Again, so, I know, was hoping for the scare yeah. right on by, and it just yeah. really didn't work. Well, I'm you, glad you I didn't let that me. happen. You caught me. This is an important conversation you to have. You caught the tater. You know, I'm glad we're having it. Yeah. Did you say cack the tater? Tater salad wide. Okay. Yeah, Ron Ron White, the comedy. Sh- no, all right. What? Is- no, 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 no. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't, oh, oh well. You don't know yeah, that. We're right Ron. Right. I mean, well, I mean, I like- okay. wow. speaking of not being good at your job, uh, <laughs> our man Kendrick Perkins had one of the best broadcasting blunders I have ever heard last Thursday during the NBA draft. Trying to say Moses Moody's name. Go ahead and run that. Wait, hold up. All right, no worries. This is hey, on you. Any, whenever you're ready, bud. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. When you look at Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Moses Moody. Moses Moody. Moses. Hold up, hold up, hold up. If you, if you, if you didn't catch it, here it is again. When you look at Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Moses Moody, Moses Moody. Jesus. Reese Waters was so mad at the end. Moses Moody, one more, run that one more time. Yeah, one more time, here we go. Yeah, please. You look at Moody, 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 Moody. It sounded like Derek was trying to do the broadcast. Yeah, no, I, I think I would do a better job than that, honestly. Like, not much better, but like, uh, a little give me bit. twice, I, I figure it out. The the frustration wow. that Reese Waters came in with at the end. One more time, please. Yeah, that, was, that was a good one. One more time. Caught me really off guard. I was going to go do something. He really wanted to say uh, Modi first. Like yeah, he was yeah, desperate was to make his last name his first name. Yeah. Hey, listen. If anyone knows about blunders on live air, it would be this group right here. But I don't think we've ever done anything that bad. Not that bad. Not Nor that are we paid or compensated the same way Kendrick Perkins is yeah. being on ESPN. So, yeah, you know, we're able to call out. him out on that because that is just awful. Yeah. That's, the that's the day we out. get paid is when we can start being in that category of we can't mess up that bad. I think honestly that's beautiful radio in yeah, my mind. So agreed. I think I think appreciate you, Kendrick Perkins, for giving us that soundbite. Yeah, we've he, spent three Continue to do it. Yes, we do. Yeah, at this so point, yeah. We, we, should, we should give him a bonus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's just it, it happens, you know It does happen, but that was pretty legendary I counted seven different times he tried to say <laughs> Moses Moody I mean, it's a tough name to say Moses Moody, you get the double M's in there A lot of O's You know, it gets, it's a lot of, it's a fluffle in your mouth right there, you know It's a lot going on Moses Moody, you know, too many of the same syllables Change it up a little bit Yeah. Shout out to parents right there Um, Don't do that to your kids If you have a last name that's like you know, Johnson, don't name your kid John or something. You know, that's just lame. John Johnson or something like, you know, Michael Carmichael. Like, yeah. don't do that to your kid. Tommy Thompson. Like, keep it separated, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, look, you're not keep Derek it distance. Yeah, exactly. You know? that was, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing here right now? You know? <laughs> Jero Burrow. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah, no, I'm with you. The alliteration on the names is okay, but then once you have a, the same syllable count and everything, it gets really it's difficult. too much. Yeah. It's too, I get it. You maybe want something easy to remember by, especially yeah. if you have like a litter of them. And you're like, I need something easy to remember the twelfth one by, because I'm not gonna remember your name, my dude. Yeah, that's so let's just keep it simple. But no, no, for the rest of us out there who want to have personal relationships with these kids, try not to do it to them. <laughs> or at least come in like in college or midway through college and kind of have like a name change where the nickname is your name. What would be the nickname for Moses? Mo? No. I guess so. Yeah. Zo. Yeah. Mo Moody. Moses. Zis. Zis. Moses. Moody. Yeah. Oh. That's the same. I feel song. like I feel like O would be better. Moses. Like also, go to O. I'm tired of when people have nicknames that are the exact same syllable count as their actual name. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing here? Like, just change your name to that then. Yeah. Or if your nickname's longer than your name. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think about, I'm trying to give you an example right now that would fit, and nothing's coming to mind, obviously, <laughs> okay. that always happens. Yeah, I'm not doing it either, no. but I know they actually exist. They do. Yeah. Sometimes nicknames earn because you did something that's just, like, legendary, and you have to yeah. be remembered by that moment. Well, depends on what you mean by legendary. Like the bathroom bandit. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, I mean, there's that, too. Like, that's longer than Brad, but yeah. you know, I think we'll forever know you have that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair and I think uh, that's something people should never forget alright well free agency in the NBA started today Rudy can you uh, I kind of work with me here to give me some of the players who, who are on the move I know uh, Kyle Lowry went from Toronto down to the Heat um, a lot of stuff stayed pat with Chris Paul re-signing we pretty much knew that was going to yeah. happen Derrick Rose re-signed which and he got paid out I mean yeah he got three years, 43 mil or 48 mil around there for Derrick Rose, which is pretty dope because yeah. what he's been through. Yeah. God damn. He's still, he's still insane. making cash and checks, and he played well yeah. last year. It's more so like what his so. knees have been through. Like yeah, He has been all right, but his knees have been through hell and back and then back <laughs> again, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's see. We got Trevor Reza going back to the Lake Show on a one-year deal. Dwight yep. Howard going back to the Lake Show on a one-year deal as well. Hey, uh, run it back. Wayne Ellington to the Lakers as well. Sorry, I'm a Laker fan, so I'm going to throw those out first. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Uh, we Alonzo have Ball. Alonzo Ball in the sign-and-trade to the Bulls and Alex Caruso. Former Laker. Former Laker Boom. to the Bulls. And, so, and uh, Alex Caruso now, too, Laker as well. So, yeah, yeah, so I think, uh, I think the Bulls are going to be better than they were. I don't know how Ball and Zach Levine. It really depends on because Zach Levine wants to get paid. He wants that super max contract, so we'll see how much money is left over to pay him. But uh, I think as of right now, that's Duncan pretty... Robinson got 50, oh yes, ninety sorry, yes. million dollars from the Heat. Yes, how many years? Five years. Five years. Still, though, he hasn't done any. He's that's, good, but he ain't the, that worth money. That makes the largest uh, contract for an undrafted player in the NBA history. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh damn. Yeah, I didn't. I thought he would get breaded, but I didn't know he would get money like that. Well, it just goes to show you how much they value the three-point shot. No doubt. You know. Yeah. No doubt. You can hit it with some consistency. Put your hand out. You know. Yep. Uh, Bobby Portis is going back to the Bucks. I thought he was up out the paint, but he is returning. Yeah. On a two-year, nine million dollar deal, um, Conley's going back to the Jazz on a three-year, seventy-two and a half mil. Well deserved. That guy's always balling. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's fair. see what else do we got here. Any uh, any real surprises to you today? Nah, I mean Lonzo was gonna move. Yeah. Somewhere we just didn't know where. Yeah. So. Uh, and the Pel the Pelicans have forty-eight hours to match the offer, but it doesn't look like. Yeah. That, that's yeah, in there future plans exactly which i don't know what the hell the pelicans are doing 
Zion is going to leave eventually because he's going to be playing with no one over there. Yeah, well, I mean, David Griffin got there. Since he's been there, they've gotten – he brought in um, he brought Eric in... Bledsoe and um, uh, Steven Adams, got rid of him a year later, brought in Stan Van Gundy, got rid of him a year later. I mean, I don't. what is the plan? You have – one of the best assets in the NBA with Zion, yeah. and you're just flipping the team every year. I mean, I just I don't know what the plan is down in Nolan, So I think we have to come to consensus that like half the GMs out there have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> right. Like yeah. legitimately, like they're just like I'm gonna see what they do over there. I'm gonna try to do what they do over here. Like it legitimately is fantasy like football for them or basketball, <laughs> yeah. and it, like this legitimately <laughs> is. Real, and they're yeah. like half of them are like. This is my, my first time playing this year. Let's see how it goes. So how does waiver wire thing work, guys? You know, like I feel like half of them are just like they think they know what they're doing. Obviously, they know they feel like they know basketball. Like, oh, I can spot talent, but it's like no, no, y'all don't know jack. Yeah, and I mean it's it it is surprising when you see these teams that have such a talented guy like Zion. How hard can it be to build around that? Like, why would you bring in someone? Even I know I wouldn't bring in Stephen Adams. He plays down low in the paint and needs all his touches down there. Yeah. He doesn't stretch the floor and that's Not where, at all. And that's, that's where Zion's yep. most effective. Exactly. You know, so I just I don't understand just, it's weird and bizarre. What they're doing, but I mean, we wouldn't be that much worse, you know. If one of a random person, I would love to see a random fan. I really fan. don't think we would be that much worse. I don't think no, so. I, I think really we'd be a heck of a lot better. We should have yeah. an experiment at some point in time. Put a random fan off the street that's an NBA fan. Plug him into a GM role. Have one of those yes. half-ass GMs that can barely make it in the league or yes, turn over a year and compare the, the records at the end and yeah. see how it happens. You know, that to me that would, would be, be the ultimate be real. Cool, yeah. Like that I would be reality TV at its finest. I would like to see an NBA team zig. And right, just like find someone who's great at fantasy basketball. Yes, and make them GM. Like, for why him. not? What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to fire him like you would the GM that would have done the exact same thing, you know? <laughs> and and you're going to be paying him a little bit less too. There you, you go. Really don't need to pay him a lot. Right? Right? Internship. Yeah. Like, also, hey man, I'll give you half a you mil. Know? That's all you got to do for a year, and like that's like a, a fraction half of a mil. Give, give him. Give, I was going to say, yeah. give him two hundred, and you'd be fine. Anything. Either way, the guy would be for free. He, exactly. I think yeah. most people would be willing, like, yeah. I'll try it out and see what I can do. Yeah, just if you do, slap that on the old resume. And yeah. Yeah. If you do well, bada bing, bada boom, you got a job. Yeah. Like, you're set for life, yeah. you know? So, exactly. why not? Yeah. Also, shout out to our man, Sam Presti, speaking of incompetence. I'm pretty sure OKC has been rebuilding for eight years <laughs> and no one brings it up. No. Like, they just they have keep like tanking and they keep draft tanking. Picks, dude. And because they don't have a cute nickname like the process, no one pays attention. And it's Oklahoma City, too. Like, Fair really, enough. who cares about yeah, Oklahoma City? True. Fair enough. Of all the places but in the that world. That's great job security. You know what? Here's my plan. <laughs> Just every every year, me, guys. Every year. Ten year rebuild, okay? <laughs> we're we're eight that, years in, okay? We're still working on it, guys. Yeah. All right. We're still figuring it out here. It's such good job security. No, 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 we gotta see this out. All <laughs> ten years. Okay? Phase four is getting six more first round draft picks next year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's insane, dude. Oh uh, man. the Suns just signed uh, JaVel McGee. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. To I a mean, one year five million dollar deal. Good for I him. feel like none of the names said here today on this uh, tri- this uh, were anybody that's worthwhile talking. You know, like no one here is like a big. No one's like, oh wow, yeah, like oh, Lonzo I mean, Ball. Like Lonzo Ball's the biggest. Chris one. Chris Paul's uh, the only name I could think of that I mean, was he actually signed with the Suns. Yeah, yeah. So, like there, there's no movement there, but that's the only big I mean, name Lowry that stayed. Moving, I think is a pretty. I guess that is true. Lowry going to the Heat. We're, yeah, we're still yeah. waiting on a Kawhi. He said he's going to re-sign with the Clippers, but he's going to listen to other teams. 
So we'll see uh, who he, he won't goes. talk to them, though. No, no. He will just he's sit there listen. and listen. Yeah. He <laughs> will not say a word. It's going to be hard for him to play for the Heat when he doesn't want to leave San Diego. You know? Yeah. Hey, it's okay yeah. if I just fly back and forth with yeah. games, right? Yeah, yeah. okay, we're chill. All right. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's going to sit there and listen. <laughs> like, he actually might be better off because I feel like there's a lot of islands out in the Florida area that he probably could get, like, a private one for himself and just be uh, like, yo, my own personal sanctuary. Well, yeah. Right? Like. True. Or isn't Miami kind of near the Florida Keys? Yep. Yeah, yeah, right? That's down like, the bottom. Yeah. yeah. There are a bunch of islands down there. It's yeah, like we'll damn just, near Indonesia. We'll just take his yacht or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically the same thing. Yeah, uh, right? Uh, same, but different. But yes, I would like Less to see... Muslims and pollution, but you know the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see an oh, NBA fan uh, just get the GM role for a year. Let's move on because NFL training camp has officially opened. Um, obviously, Rudy and I are big-time fanboys of the Niners, and I was just watching training camp videos for half my day uh, when I was supposed to be working. And my God, am I a nerd. Like, why am I getting so juiced? It is training camp. Dude, that, but we look good, Let's baby. go. That Brandon dude. Ayuk looks sick. Trey Lance and Brandon Ayuk oh, look yeah. good out there, we bro. We look good. And you know who always looks good even when he's playing bad? Jimmy G. Oh, my yeah. God, what a good-looking man. All right, but that was not the big news of last week. I, I, I was going to say, yeah, something. I got to give yeah, a shout-out to all the NFL teams out there that have taken on themselves realizing the power of YouTube and having like their own personal series following their own yeah. teams and whatnot. Because not every organization does, but there are certain organizations that do. The Carolina Panthers are one of them, and you get some great insights into certain things that are happening out yeah. there. So I will say, I've been a little fanned out, geeked out, too, yeah, this coming season. They, this Panther team looks exciting to me. So Jets, Jets and the Browns have that same similar yeah. setup as well, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm really I'm juiced because um, I'm gonna have a brand new TV uh, from work right at the start of football season. So Are you gonna get it for nice. Hard Knocks at all? Because I would say that's what I'm juiced for. I'm most juiced uh, for this Hard Knocks. I probably season. won't have it till the end Can't of this month. Nah, so. wait, dude, I'm I'm so. Sorry. When does Hard Knocks start? It's got to be a couple weeks away yeah. at least. Because we're always we're in training camp right now, so usually like the first two weeks we'd get yeah, it two be, weeks after that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're but right. The first game is this Thursday. Hall of Fame game, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steelers. Cowboys. Cowboys, yep. Like, we Steelers might be Cowboys. getting it next Sunday, boys. Yeah. That would be great. That would be, yeah, our, first, might be, that might be our first hard knocks. Oh, we might yeah. have to throw a little event. And we that. we got a little Jerry Jones action in our life. Oh, oh my God. It's gonna, gonna, I cannot wait. It's going to be hard knocks featuring Jerry Jones <laughs> with the Cowboys. I feel like <laughs> it's going to be Jerry Jones, hard knocks with the Cowboys. That's what <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Jerry Jones presents hard knocks. That's more proper. With All the right. Jerry Jones-led Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> So the big news going into training camp last week was, or the big question I should say was, is Aaron Rodgers going to appear at camp? Well, he did, and he had this to say after the first no, day of training camp. Up, boy. In February was wanting to be a part of conversations involving free agents, uh, which has never happened in my career. Um, you know, I've, I've trained with a number of NFL guys most of my career in the off seasons. Um, my agency at these first has had a number of high draft picks over the years. Uh, I've tried to pass along information. Um, hasn't really been uh, used, shall we say. Um, so I wanted to offer my services as a recruiter, you know. Uh, and I think we can all understand, you know, Green Bay isn't uh, uh, you know, a huge vacation destination. People are coming here to play with me, uh, to play with our team, and, and knowing that they can win a championship here. 
And the fact that I haven't been used in those discussions was one I wanted to change. So he absolutely torches the Packers for another <laughs> 25 minutes. For a split second, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers became the Bears' biggest. Like the Bears became big fans of Aaron Rodgers because I don't think anyone hated the Green Bay Packers more than the Bears fans than Aaron Rodgers did. If that made any sense, I don't. Think I understand what you're saying. It didn't yeah. didn't yeah. get structured right. For one point right. in time, Bears fans loved Aaron Rodgers because they all hated Green yep. Bay the same amount. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Moses Moody. Yes. Yeah. Moody <laughs> <laughs> Moses. Um, yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> the part I do enjoy about it. One thing: Does Aaron Rodgers ever sound happy? I mean, ever. Have you ever heard an interview with him? And you're like, man, this guy is thrilled to be here. I mean, I feel like he's he, in his mind right now. This is the happiest he's ever been yeah, because this for is just general, just mood. him being able to talk eloquently because he's a great public speaker. He, he is. Is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. presents himself he really beautifully. Is. Yep. He's an eloquent speaker, and this is him long form discussion right now. I feel like he loves every single minute of it because he knows all eyes are on him. Because face it, he's he's a diva. Which, yeah, no Aaron doubt. Rodgers, yeah, he's, he's, sure. he's got diva in him. Yep, it's okay. You deserve to have some diva in you. Sure. You're brilliant at what you do you get fanboyed everywhere you go yep. no wonder why no wonder why you are a diva but he does it beautifully though he is i feel like a lot of people not many people can say what he can say and a lot of these guys have the same ideas that he is saying right now so i think well, it really is a nice thing of giving him a voice to this organization that no one else normally could because he is aaron Rodgers right. and he is damn near untouchable well plus a lot of the times a lot of the like these situations happen and it's always under the table so it's nice to actually see this is the reason why he has been holding out. He's been saying, I might retire. And now they're finally letting him go. And now he's letting everything go from the Packers. Which well, I never heard no lies there. I mean, you can say it's a cocky statement or whatever. But nope. um, yeah, Green Bay isn't a huge vacation destination. No, not at all. And that is why people go there because he is one of the best to ever do mm-hmm. it. And players want to play with him like he said, for the chance to win a championship. And that's why guys go there. And, it, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. Why wouldn't you include Aaron Rodgers in these conversations about free agents and draft picks and whatnot? Yeah, you know, I just – I don't understand, you know, but he did – I just love that he – he said it in such a direct and deliberate way where he didn't waste – he didn't – there wasn't a lot of fluff there, you know? Yeah. His words were to yeah, ex- yeah. exact yeah. to what he needed to yeah. say. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't go on about how great the franchise was and this and that <clears throat> and pay a bunch of lip service. It was just straight to the point. Here's why I'm pissed, and here's what the franchise could do better. Which I like because we don't need to hear that. We already mm-hmm. know Green Bay is a historic franchise, what right. it's been through, what it, it done for the game and whatnot. He needs to just go for it right now. Go for the jugular. Yep. Give yep. them that slit. Let them know, hey – this is not the league anymore where you can just run the office and like these players aren't anything. You have mm-hmm. to take advice from, not advice, but at least have a conversation with these guys in these off seasons, what the direction is, because no matter what, the quarterback is the single most important player on a football team. Yeah, 100%. Well, not and just you need to keep them happy. And not just like listen to every player, but like listen to your star guy, like you said, like whether it's a quarterback or a wide receiver or like your main staple on defense, you got to listen to them. Because if you lose them... You're done. Yeah, like I mean, you might not have you have different views, but their view on the field is just as important as your exactly. view. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean you can't name four players better in the league than Aaron Rodgers. You know, quarterbacks are the most valuable. Dialogue, position dialogue. To have. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so yeah, why wouldn't you take his input? So I uh, just wanted to play that because I just love how direct and to the point he was. Mm-hmm. Uh let's move on because we had a hell of a race Whoa, this past yeah. weekend. Wow. Um, my man, 
the the shirtless selfie taker himself, back on top, baby. Back on top of the point standing. Points. Yeah, yeah. point standing. He, he did not. Win. I it was there such a, a kerfluffle of a race right now. An amazing spectacle. If you are just recently getting into Formula One, this season has been awesome for you uh, because it is through with a lot of ups and downs, twists and turns that you're not quite used to. And while I'm getting myself ready, let's play this introduction, shall we? Because we're talking about Formula One. Formula One, a sport that very few Americans care about. Presented by Derek Sumaki. Ah, right there. And that is exactly what's happening at the Hungary Grand Prix. Hungary? Hungarian. Hungary. 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 I want to say Hungarian. Is it a hung- the Hungary Grand Prix? I, I is it the Hungary? Hungary. Hungary. Is it, I say it's right? Hungary. Okay, Hungary. Hungary Grand Prix. Because it just sounds weird to say that. Is that the Either Hungarian? way, it was such a hmm. spectacle. The Hungary Grand Prix is a renowned spot known Hungarian. for being a very tough place, pace, pace, place to pass. A very tough place to navigate through with its tight corners, narrow bends. And we had one of the most spectacular starts to a Grand Prix with the first turn being absolutely utter chaos. Chaos. Four cars lost in the first turn. Two of them being the Red Bull team. I wouldn't say lost, but essentially lost. Verstappen had instrumental damage. He was able to continue on, finished at P9, though. His, his uh, racing partner, Checo Perez, out. First turn. Who else was out? Lando Norris of McLaren, out. First turn. The man who caused it all, Valtteri Botas from Mercedes, out. First turn. Also incurred himself a five-grid penalty for the next start because of oh, his really? actions on that first turn. Him causing that horrific outbreak, that horrific uh, turmoil on turn one. And Lance Stroll, for racing for Aston Martin, he was out. But what happened was it set up a situation where at that turn, Lewis Hamilton, having pull, was able to bypass all the carnage that was behind him. So he... Suffered no damage whatsoever. Everyone else behind him had some type of issues behind him. But there was so much to be on the, on the track, they had to red flag the event. So in a red flag, they essentially have to restart the race over again. They all go back in the pits. They all sit there while they clear the debris up. It gave perfect time for Red Bull to try to mend their car back together, at least for Stappen back on there, where he was able to actually get them points spectacularly. With the damage that his car incurred, the fact he was able to navigate that car around the ring, amazing. But the restart that happened was so spectacular because you have a formation lap that happens once the graders are going to happen, once the race is going to restart. And on that formation lap, the weather when the race had started was wet, wet beyond belief. So they had their wet tires on. But as the restart was happening, dried up. Sun came out, track was dry. They realized wet tires are not needed anymore. Slicks are where it's at. So the entire field, except for Lewis Hamilton, on that formation lap, before, instead of lining up on the grid, ran into the pits to swap out their tires. It was restarted the race from the pits. Lewis Hamilton, however, did not. He decided to keep his wet tires on and go for it. So, in this restart, one you probably never ever see again, you saw Lewis Hamilton, the sole car on the starting <laughs> grid. Yeah. Savage, man. As the, ga- as the yep. race restarted, everyone else coming from pit lane. Now, this is, a strategy. this is where the strategy comes so much into play. Strategy is everything in Formula 1. How you place your tires, when you're going to place them, and when to bring them in, when to not. But ultimately, it looked like it was going to be a blunder for Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton was getting past left and right, could not hang on to the lead to be able to establish a big enough lead on that lap to, before he came in to swap out his tires. He is in, I want to say he was sitting in last position. He was. He was in last position after this whole restart happened when he went in to go change his tires. 
a kerfuffle. Terrible situation for Mercedes. But what does Lewis Hamilton do? He is doing nothing but goat stuff and drives his way up to the top and gets himself a podium finish after coming in last place and then navigating his way through the field. And again, the hungry Grand Prix, in which it is such notoriously known as being a tough place to pass. Tough place to pass. Man, Moses Moody over here. My goodness, <laughs> can't say it. And it was such a great race and how it came about, seeing his true genius behind the wheel. Just so good, man. It's insane. But what happened, all this happened with Lewis Hamilton coming from the back of the pack led to a new grand champion to come our way. Esteban Ocon, another Frenchman, has crossed the line first, something that very rarely happens. And when that happens, I have to replay those moments of Pierre Gasly. And if you were listening and you're a true fan, you know what I had to do. We have to listen to them in French because it is beautiful sounding. So let's listen to the guys calling it the French commentators of Esteban Ocon taking his first ever Grand Prix win. Il avait fallu attendre 24 ans entre la victoire d'Olivier Panis et de Pierre Gasly. Il ne va peut-être, peut-être falloir attendre que 10 mois, 329 jours séparent la victoire de Pierre Gasly le 6 septembre dernier de ce qu'on attend tous maintenant dans ce dernier secteur. La dernière accélération, la dernière remontée, elle va être historique cette voiture, elle va être historique cette victoire et il va être historique ce pilote. L'ultime accélération, elle est là, elle est là, la victoire Esteban Ocon aujourd'hui Eh oui Victoire d'un Français en Hongrie Il l'a fait Lui aussi, oh, yeah. il l'a fait Il rejoint la liste des Français I love... Oh, man. I passionate hearing, in voice. It's so brilliant. It's so amazing to hear that because once again, the French, they don't win that many Grand Prix. The most recent one, Pierre Gasly a couple years ago in a great fashion. And this was an amazing moment for Formula One. You get a player like Esteban Ocon who has never tasted victory ever before. It hasn't won since his GP3 days. So nothing in the Formula 1 class whatsoever has he experienced it, let alone, I believe, it's his first podium. His first podium, yeah. he stands atop. Now, <clears throat> there was some controversy in there. I apologize for that clearing of the throat. That's <laughs> disgusting. That, that <laughs> duh, was awful. That being said, there was some controversy because Sebastian Vettel, driving for Austin Martin, had himself a fantastic race as well. Finished second. Lewis Hamilton finishing third completing that podium finish that was spectacular for him. But at the end of the race, there are some technicalities, that some rules that have to be foregone, that have to be followed, in the terms that they have to test your oil after, your fuel after the race. And they have to get at least a one-liter sample of fuel from the car. Now, unfortunately for Sebastian Vettel, apparently he had rent his car so much and they were testing it, push it to the limits so much that they didn't have that fuel. He actually, you saw him stopping before the, on the victory lap. He couldn't finish that lap, ergo most likely because of that fuel problem. At least that's what was probably thought. When they did test it, they only were able to get a 0.3 liter testing sample. Now, these are minor technicalities that technically don't have the automatic disqualification of it, but the stewards at that Grand Prix deemed it as such. The reason why this is a controversy is because it being held in Hungary, a country that has just recently enacted some very anti-homosexual laws. And what did uh, Sebastian Vettel do at the start of the race? You see him wearing the pride flag on his jacket, on his uniform, as a essentially middle finger to the hungry people. Yeah, complete. So they're believed to saying that they think they're shipping him of this title, this amazing race, this event that he did on a BS technicality. Either way. Just sad. It's it sad is sad for that him. for him, especially because it was a great race. It's yeah, such an important moment, sucks. especially for Aston Martin, a team that has been 
has never gotten Struggling. very little points in the game, yeah. let alone podium finishes. I think this would have been their second podium, if not overall, for their entire for their organization. So it would have been huge for Aston Martin. They're having the strips on this type of thing. Is utter, it's complete bull. Is it possible that they could fight that? They are fighting it okay. right now, so they could still be redeemed. A lot of the people are happy, though, because everyone else got bumped up. So Lewis Hamilton went from that third-place finish to a so second-place like finish, spot, yeah. giving him more points, keep increasing that advantage over Max Verstappen in the Drivers' Championship and giving Mercedes a bigger bump in their lead mm-hmm. over Red Bull in the Drivers' gotcha. Championship, in the uh, Constructors' Championship. So yeah, this formula this season is really kicking off. It is, uh, they're re- entering their summer break right now, so they're going to have a mm-hmm. few weeks off in between, so not going to be any racing for some time. Sad, but a great race to end it on. So you have... Uh, racer and you have company points. Yes, because yeah. there are two cars for every constructor. Oh, okay. And then, eight, and then each racer is on his own. Gotcha. Account. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Very interesting. It's just a, yeah. It is a the, the sport is definitely growing, especially in its popularity here. You're seeing it, and this is the season you guys would want to hop onto. Uh, this ending is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. The race to the finish, no pun intended, is going to be uh, mm-hmm. spectacular. Uh, with Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen only getting warmed up. This is, like I said, halfway through the season right now. Um, so if you aren't, like I said, Sunday afternoon, Sunday mornings essentially yep. here, record them. Great way to wake up on Sundays, I'd say. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially while we're a little depraved of uh, sports after the Olympics is done. We're just going to have baseball for a while. So, I mean, luckily that's going to be hot for us here. But yeah. for the rest of the world out there, and you're not yeah. a baseball fan, Formula One might be for you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thank you, sir. Once again, this is FM 90.1 KZFR Chico, people-powered community radio for the Sacramento Valley, the Foothills, and beyond. Got your man Jerome, Derek, Rude Dog, and Statman Brad in the building. Thank you for rocking with us this evening. Want to give a shout-out to one of our newer underwriters, Jeep Trail Print Shop, a small local Chico screen printer that loves great design. Small businesses, musicians, educators, and creative customers. Jeep Trail Print Shop specializes in water-based screen printing to bring your vision to life. More information at 530-415-6244 and at jeeptrailprint.com. Once again, thank you for rocking with us. It's always nice doing this. Make sure you go download the pod Talking about practice, wherever you get your pods, follow us. We'll follow you back. Well, I don't know how we're going to follow you back on a pod unless you have one. But uh, if you follow us at TBP Not A Game on Instagram, we will follow you back. So go on and do that. We're going to have some more giveaways coming up soon. Our man, uh, Brandon Smiley, he is uh, he's making some really just awesome woodwork logos of Great different work. sports teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have a giveaway here. Coming up in the next couple weeks, so stay tuned nice. for that. Top quality uh, Chico made, yes. stuff right here. Yes. Yeah, local, yeah, it is locally, uh, locally made, and it's awesome. I yeah, it's have really a really cool stuff. The Niners sign in my house, and I have the Giants. Actually, most of the things that are built in my house were built by him, which has been that's a pretty good hookup yeah, to have, 100%. you know. <laughs> so uh, you'd be lucky to find these type of things in gift stores. Yeah. Yes, very oh, much yeah. so. Yeah. Like you would be dying for something. And any, he, any he sells them for very reasonably very priced. Prices, yeah. I told him he should double what he's charging people. Don't but. do that yet because I'm trying to get something from him. So. <laughs> All right, well, you better get on it. <laughs> for you fans out there then, you know. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, before <clears> we get to everyone's favorite segment, the news, where we catch you up on the goings-ons around the world, mm-hmm. 
My man Rudy won last week. Yep, two out of three. Two out of three. He said the Giants would take two out of three against the Dodgers. He was correct. So, with no further ado, Rudy. 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 All right, guys, we're going to stay on this train. The Giants are playing who? The D-backs. Take the Giants for the series again. It's a four-game series on the road at plus 180. So all they have to do is win three out of four. You hit that bet. On top of that, I think they're going to sweep them. So bet every single game, Monday through Thursday. Let's go. Wait, for them to win the series at plus 180? Uh, minus one eighty. Oh, okay, sorry. okay. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, Mike, yeah. wait, really? They're minus plus one eighty. I might okay. put money on that one. I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna like, say, yeah, my really? Yeah, my, my, yeah. Thank you. That's thank a bankroll. No, that's yeah. a bankroll bet right there. My apologies. Minus one eighty okay. for the series. They are playing the D backs on the road. Yeah, three out of four. And if you're worried about making your mortgage this month, put it all on this. Yep. And then there you go. Double it up, and then ride the wagon. Exactly. Yeah. Take that lightning to the bank. that, and tomorrow's a pretty cool pitching matchup. It's Cueto against Bumgarner. So, oh, there we go. All right. You know, well, uh, there's the one loss. <laughs> I mean, three out of four. Exactly. Three out of four. Exactly. That's all you need. Yep. So let's get this money, guys. Let's go. Well, Bum, Bum actually hasn't really been that great this year, no. but I'm not the biggest and fan of Cueto. Cueto pitched decent last He's been okay, year. Well, but I'm not a fan of him. Yeah. He, played, yeah. he played very well. Why yeah. don't you like him? Well I just think it was a bad signing. It's kind of like the Barry Zito. I think he got too much money for what he's worth. Barry Zito hit Barry, a triple in uh, the World Series. Okay, every dollar. He had okay. Yes, he did. I also got Cueto, very drunk one night and called him Gary Zito, and he didn't correct me. So shouts to my boy Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you straight you straight up called Barry Zito to his face, Gary? Yeah, I called him Gary all night. Made him take pictures of me and my friends. I had no idea who he was. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that's we're in. That is great. Yeah, in San Francisco. That is great. That's pretty great. You know. Gary. Gary! Gary! Come take another picture of me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Uh, what a guy. A winner, but yeah. Yeah, well, none, you know. None, none needed. Yeah. <laughs> nope. You don't care. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right. Barry. Let's uh, get everyone caught up with the current events going on throughout the world here with Derek and Simakis. The news! When news breaks in the tri-state area or the world... <laughs> Breaking news, breaking news. Derek Isamaki has breaking news. That is right, y'all. Time for the news. Now, my man Andrew S. Lauden had himself a weekend over in the good old state of Washington. Near Spokane. So if it's near Spokane, you know it's crazy. Because apparently Spokane, it's crazy. East Washington is just trash. It's trash, yeah. A lot of meth, apparently. It's like Fresno. Think oh, Fresno wow. for... That's bad. No? Well, is it Fresno? Trees. Fresno's real bad. Fresno with yeah. trees and, like, breathable air. Well, I mean, like, the, the, like, compared to the rest of the state, from what I've heard, like, that's oh, the... Oh, you've never even been there? No, but I've talked to... Oh, I, I know I'm people talking. are... talking. But, okay. What are you talking you just, about? You just completely put Spokane on blast by calling yeah. it Fresno. Yeah, yeah Fresno Spokane is sucks. Good. It's like Fresno. You've been there? No. Fresno is gnarly, man. Uh, I don't know if we're making Fresno. I've actually never been to Fresno Spokane either, to be honest. Like, Jesus. <laughs> You've never been to Fresno? Why? What? I've driven what through. I've, been, I've driven through, but never who actually hasn't been. Driven well, yeah, okay. Who hasn't driven? Yeah, like, that's about it. Yeah. You don't stop in Fresno. You <laughs> drive through it. And there's a reason why. 
Same with like Bakersfield. Yeah, stuff, same thing. Know? Yeah, Fresno Bakersfield. Back to our man in Washington. Back to my man Lawden right now. He had himself a weekend over. A tough weekend, it seems like. So he <laughs> found himself in a strange wife situation right now. So he and his wife are separated. And apparently he's not taking it too hot. He's at his job where he, uh, at the Offspray Rafting Company, apparently stole his company's yellow bus. And we're on stuff that likes a little joyride. Nice. <laughs> now, apparently, there's laws in Washington that uh, don't allow officers to uh, chase after an individual unless you're... A, uh, sure, they've committed an uh, uh, an actual offense, a, a violent offense, and obviously this guy they don't they just uh, think he just has a bus that's stolen driving off, so they can't chase him. Huh. They do say one thing: the guy is wearing a yellow dress as he's driving a yellow school bus. Nice, okay. So you know something that sticks out. Now they obviously spot that bus again going into other counties, and the same cops have the same problem: they can't chase after the car unless the same probable cause, which they don't have on this guy. So they let him go off. The next day. They get a call of a front loader crashing into a house with a man wearing a yellow dress. It's my man, good old Lawden over there. Andrew Lawden had himself a real day when he dumped that school bus, picked up a front loader. And when a front loader, that's one of those construction like Tonka trucks, front loader things. Yeah. yeah. Ran through his ex-wife's house. Yeah. Oh. Didn't like her very much, so had himself a time. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to show her this is what you're missing out on. This is what I could offer. <laughs> Bulldozing. Wrecking the house. Bringing down your life. That's what would have happened if you stuck with me. Figuratively and literally. Oh, well, you know, love and behold, obviously. Got himself captured, arrested, and booked. So, um, if you're heartbroken out there, guys, don't don't hop into heavy machinery, okay? I would just avoid it as yeah. best as possible, you know? Like, you know those, like, commercials where it's like, uh, don't take these pills and operate heavy machinery? Yeah, yeah, don't be heartbroken and operate heavy machinery either. <laughs> I okay? feel like that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. you never know what's going to take you. I, like how you say don't drink and drive. Yeah. when you Don't listen to Drake when you're sad and drive because you never know what's going to take don't you. Same type of thing, you know? Yeah, don't drink Facts. and drive. You'll end up at your ex-girlfriend's house. Facts. Scary time. Right <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. Um, be mindful, yeah. So, um, Ain't nothing scary about Drake. <laughs> none whatsoever. Now, we'll go from the, the sad and kind of slightly depressing and comical to... The downright amazing, and why can't this happen to me? Now, we've all had the idea and wonder and hope that someday we might just stumble across some buried treasure, right? Like, who doesn't yes. thought that X we've marks the spot? About it X marks the spot 100% of the times. Yeah. Well, apparently, in good old Sri Lanka, that's the case. That's apparently the gem capital of the world, this area. And a man was digging himself a well. Not himself. He hired people to dig up a well. Now, the man himself is actually a... Someone, a, a uh, it, it happened in this country, uh, city of Ratnapura. That's said correctly, obviously. I yeah, nailed it. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> of Sri Lanka in a Sri Lanka city, and he himself is a gemstone. Uh, what do they call him? He actually looks at gems himself. He works with gems, and apparently they found himself quite the gem. They called it the Serenity Gem, and it's worth. It is two point five million. Carrots, the sapphire. Two point five million carat cluster. Damn. That is one thousand one hundred and twenty-four pounds. Staggering, thirty-nine inches long, twenty-eight inches wide. And how much is worth? You might be saying. Northwards of a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I was gonna say with that poundage. Holy. This guy just found it Woo. in his backyard. Actually, not himself. 
He had hired, hired workers. They're digging a well, and what do they find? As this bad boy as in as the he's ground. Sipping coffee, they pull it out, huh? And they got himself, damn, a hundred million dollar gemstone. Gemstone. That's insane. I wonder if the construction crew got a little bit of a. I piece. mean, they better. I'm, I'm sure. I would have yeah. yeah. something right now. I'm like, if not, so yeah, they're going to kill that guy. Yeah. And take the gem. Or, so yeah. the Serenity Sapphire. That is the name of this. Again, 39 inches, 28 inches. That's what I also call my member. <laughs> <laughs> How to get a penis joke yeah, in this. Yeah, it's you, man. You know, it's it, been a the while Serenity there. Sapphire. The Serenity Sapphire. Ladies. Come and get it. It's uh, worth a lot. Or nothing. What a come up, yeah. dude. So um, start digging wells, y'all. You never yeah. know what you're going to find. You know, it really does make you want to go out there and just start you know, digging. Just randomly dig up. Just start digging in your apartment now, complex. Obviously, I'm not in a gem-rich area as Sri Lanka is. So maybe I might move to Sri Lanka, you know? Yeah. Isn't no. that where the Dalai Lama lives, right? I could find serenity and wealth and riches. No. Wow. <laughs> so much to offer. <laughs> <laughs> Sri Lanka, baby. Oh, man. Uh, that's the news, y'all. I did want to go back to what you were talking about there a moment ago with the law in Washington. And I've thought about this a lot. Oftentimes, when cops get in high-speed sk- chases... More more often than not, I would say, innocent folks are harmed, right? Whether the yeah, car is yeah. running someone off the road or smashing into property. It's always a There's definitely, the danger around it is definitely very heightened. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking for the most part, when, it is not a not, when it's a nonviolent crime and you know who the person is, why do they pursue you? Right? Like, yeah. If I mean, you, you have the plate number. I mean, you, let's say you pull me over. And you have my license, you have my registration, and then I decide to to take off. You know where I live. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can't true. be that hard to find me. You yeah. know what my car looks like. You put an APB out for me, and you could come meet me at my house Locking or my job. Door, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I'm not that hard to find. You know, so especially in today's world, dude. I mean, at the it's same point in time, you right don't now. you never know if you're handed correct information to. You know, it's that's you know, true. That, you know, there's a lot of fakes out there, but I do like you. That is, totally true i feel like that would be better police work yeah i just feel like in los angeles on a regular basis for example like almost daily there's a high speed chase and on a regularly you see you know this idiot running you know going against traffic or burning through red lights and hitting you know colliding with other cars or someone's property why not just be like yeah we'll go pick him up at his house <laughs> we know we know where to find you Robert, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that show. being said, I don't want to miss out on, on police chases because those are always a lot of fun. They to are watch. entertaining. They're entertaining. Uh, you know, everyone's had their ideas of what you're going to do if you ever gotten one. You know, how you're getting out of it. Yeah. You know, like you try to find an overpass or something, or try to hopefully you lose a helicopter. That's uh, gonna yeah. be the toughest thing. That's a very yeah, LA man. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you got a lot of those ghetto birds out there. I think the hell yeah, the all, all the ghetto birds will be the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. All right. right. Well, uh, we'll bring in our foreign correspondent now. Um, we will move on from talking about high-speed chases to what's going on with the Olympics. Aaron, what is up, friend? How's it going, guys? It's going excellent. So, um, USA, USA, USA. We're number one, baby. We, we are number one in the, the medal count. Um, That's right. We have 64 total. Um, we have 22 gold. Unfortunately, China has 29 gold. Boom! Um, 29? And there are only two behind us in the medal count. 29 gold medals, yeah. So 
track and field is coming up this week, and the USA tends to do very well in that uh, category. Last Olympics, we won 32 medals in track and field, and I think it was um, 16 gold. 13. So we'll, I'm pretty sure we'll be taking over China. Mm-hmm. I mean, China is missing one of the key elements you need for a good track star. Black people. Black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Speaking of that, how the hell is there a black guy named Lamont from Italy? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> he was actually born in Texas. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. that makes a lot more sense. Literally born in Texas. Okay. El Paso. So that's basically right? yeah. our goal. Technically, I consider that ours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's just easier to qualify for probably Italy than it is uh, the USA well, because well, like, again, he born in Texas. To, uh, his dad was in the army. His mom is an Italian native, and okay. then the dad got deployed, and she moved back to Italy. And so, again, Italy you know. lacking one of those big things you need to be good in track. So he's like, might as yeah. well put my stamp on it. It is yeah. the only gold they've ever won in the hundred meters. So oh, that explains it. Jerk. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A title to have though, bringing the first the country's first gold. Yeah, and I mean being it, the first black guy yeah. named Lamont in Italy. <laughs> But how much pride does he have? Most like, definitely. does he love Italy a lot? Like, does he? I, mean, I don't he, know. He speaks no English. Okay, the, he doesn't. As far as I know, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. So he's Italian. And they I'm had to import sure it. He moved. He actually speaks Spanish. You know, <laughs> very young, like like under five years. Gotcha. Old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he was so, half yeah. Italian. Yeah. 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 He was still born in Texas. Right. But he still yeah. got that U.S. citizenship, which is like that's money right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's money. Dual citizenship. So U.S. women's soccer team lost. Was that yesterday or today? I can't. That was this morning. This morning. Yeah. No. That was a sheer disappointment. Huge. Now on the other side, uh, the women's basketball team is still undefeated in the group stages. They are on to the uh, quarterfinals. So we have hopes that some of the women won't disappoint us. I mean, they won't. The, the women basketball team always yeah, comes through. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like they're more consistent than the women's uh, uh, soccer team, I'd say. And, the soccer and the, team, just nothing. I'm not going to say The that. women's soccer team finds themselves in a weird position, too, like the men's uh, U.S. basketball team, where it's you can only disappoint, right? Yeah. Because we just expect you to win gold, and if you don't, then it's a sheer disappointment. I feel like for all these Olympic athletes, like we expect gold. If we, I mean, well, I can't remember what what's her name, Lily something. She was talking about how we are not uh, giving enough credit for silver and bronze. Like they work their their butts off of this. It's like no, we're Americans. No one we, cares about yeah. You. No one cares about second and third here. We're not some like Australia. We're not some third world country that's like oh we're great not Finland who has one bronze medal you exactly know? it's like we're not these countries that are expecting silver Australia is also a very developed country Brad but they're not usually that involved in like they're pretty they're, high up there the I know I know right but now. like usually yeah. they're not there usually yeah. they're not number four usually they're like down there like 10 she said like Belarus or something that would have been a good country to pull out of your butt that would have been a good one no like Belarus would care about bronze yeah. for sure yeah true well anyway uh, what else Sri you got Lanka for us on really the cared about one too, yeah 100% <laughs> Aaron, you got Sapphire <laughs> what else do you have for us on the Olympics right now I think one of my favorite stories was Suni Lee who won gold mm-hmm. in the all around oh she killed um, it new goat we have dude really really incredible Another great story is Lydia Jacoby of Seward, Alaska. She's a 17-year-old. She won um, gold in the 100 meters. 
She's the first Alaskan to ever win a gold medal. There's only one Olympic pool in all of Alaska, which is, I think, the size of Australia. It's um, only a, not frozen over three, two months out of the year, I'm pretty sure. The rest of the time, yeah. yeah, yeah, that too. Um, and then there's uh, Michaela Skinner, who's actually from Utah. She won silver in the vault was because Simone Biles ended up pulling out. So that was kind of a cool story because, you know, this is her third time going to the Olympics as well. And, you know, unfortunately, she's just kind of lived in the shadow of these great Olympians like Simone. And so she was able to get a medal. And that's a huge story here in Utah. Um, so we're very proud of her. Nice. Yeah. Did I wanted to get your take on the whole Simone Biles thing where Novak Djokovic came out and basically said you got to deal with pressure and then got a bronze medal and withdrew from the from the doubles after smashing it two rackets yesterday. He didn't he didn't win the bronze. He lost in that match. That's right. He lost a, that's right. Oh, wow. That's he right. lost yeah. in that match? Yeah. Oh, he did. wow. I didn't he know did, that. He did not get the bronze. Um, but to, I mean, you know, he, he I think he's allowed to say that. He's won 20 grand slams. Everything. He yeah. has dealt with yeah. a lot of pressure. Um, it is pretty unfortunate that he didn't win this, but you know, he's potentially going to win another grand slam later this year. Um you know, it's it's really a tough thing because you don't want to downplay mental health, but you're right. You do have to deal with a lot of the pressure. And the messaging was very strange. It was like, I'm not having fun. And then it was, you know, it's because of my mental health, which is okay, fine. And then it was because of the twisties, which is sort of a mental health thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of what I think, my take. She wasn't pulled out right after she had that horrific vault like she didn't do the entire vault and then she had that giant step the day before she took a gigantic step out of bounds on her floor routine she wasn't all there and so i'm wondering if you know she actually pulled out because she wasn't doing so great and she didn't want to be embarrassed because she wasn't going to win a medal um but who knows well she also takes medication that's not allowed in japan uh, for I mean I, I I believe it's ADHD and not I'm taking that for so many years and then having that just kind of taken away from you that you can't have that um for a couple months like even a couple days off of it uh, of medication that's gonna throw you off completely and that could actually throw your mental health off uh immensely so it wouldn't no, shock me if that's that. if that's yeah. the actual case of like mental health um yeah so. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, excellent as always. Thank you uh, for catching us up on what's going on with the Olympics. And we will catch up with you again next week. Sounds good. Talk to you later, guys. Later, Aaron. Later. All right. That was our foreign correspondent, Aaron, bringing the, uh, bringing the heat, as always, making the show a little more classy. Um, speaking of class, each week we nominate – different things, to the elusive talking about practice Hall of Fame. Who was the winner last week, Derek? Going to a baseball game. Uh, All right, baby. That's that, that was a landslide. Yeah. Like, I was worried. I was like, well, made it to the championship two weeks in a row, and man, yeah. <laughs> just got smashed. Well, well, mine's not as strong this week, but I got to go last, so I could switch it based on your guys' answers if I have to. With no further ado... Ladies and gentlemen, the TBP Hall of Fame.
place reserved for unquestionable greatness. A title worthy for only the very elite. A prize many will vie for, but only one will win. Each week, this is the TBP Hall of Fame. That's right. This is the TBP Hall of Fame. And we're going to start with Rudy. What is your nomination, sir? My nomination this week is that post-workout feeling. All right. right. For the gym. Yeah. All right. You know, when okay. your veins are popping, yeah. you feel good about yourself, yeah. that good sweat. So uh, that is that post-workout feeling. Let's go. All That's right, a good all one. Right. All right. Flex it on the mirror, mirror and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Sure yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. For yeah. sure. 100%. Pot, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. I like that. Uh, I'm actually going to go with a midday nap, a no, midday nap midday after a long nap. after okay, a long day okay. of work, or even just doing your morning activities. A midday nap. Yeah, that's mm. solid. Very nice. Okay, well, you know, I'm gonna go back to the pantry again because I, I haven't had the food world in a minute, so I'm gonna venture into there again. Steak. Steak is gonna be nominated into the TBP Hall of Fame. Uh, who doesn't love? I love steak. It deserves. Yeah, who doesn't love steak. Love steak. Yeah, yeah. yeah, steak's excellent. It's delicious. But is there anything better? Then getting off work, that is my nomination. <laughs> getting off work. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a great feeling. You're Every right. time. So, yeah. I mean, I never got off work and been like, damn, I'm off work today. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's a pretty good feeling. I will say that. <laughs> it yeah. always yeah. feels good to Especially get done work. Especially when you're grinding. Like, I, was, oh. I mean, you came in with such like gusto. I was expecting something better than that. But, I mean, it's a, it's a good feeling for sure. It's a great feeling. Um, all right. Speaking of great feelings... <laughs> I'm Man Brad with Monday Mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Monday Mind. <laughs> We're actually going to go with the a uh, little bit different Monday Miners. It's going to be the Super Miners. Uh, not the minor leagues anymore. They're not a minor league organization anymore. So the Monday pedophiles we're talking about. Oh, right we're, we're getting really okay. getting real down there. They they used to be a minor league uh, team, and now they're a collegiate wood bat league, uh, right up there with the Cape Cod, the Appalachian League, and. We had some fun names over there in the minor league system, and the Appalachian League actually has some amazing names. I thought I'd share them with you. Let's do it. Princeton Whistle Pigs. Okay. The Danville Otterbots. <laughs> the Burlington Sock Puppets. Oh yes, a sock puppet is their logo. That's pretty solid. They have the uh, is it Johnson a sock puppet. It, it, it's a it's a sock <laughs> like puppet. A used crusty sock puppet. Like <laughs> we got what you're yeah. trying yes. to say. Keep it yeah, but honestly, it's a sock puppet with the backwards hat and the sunglasses. Like it's great. Might have a deadly stroke. That's <laughs> we got it, Derek. <laughs> it's a Johnson City Doughboys. Kingsport Axeman. Johnson in <laughs> And last but not least. Johnson's really gave it to him, didn't <laughs> The Road Warriors. That one's lame. The Road Warriors? Well, I, I kind of had to kill your vibe yeah, there. Because, I mean. Brought down the, like, everyone was good right now. Yeah, like, no. Like, I mean, that was not a good like, one. That was but basic I mean, right there. Yeah. yeah I, my favorite, though, was the Burlington Sock Puppets. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's a great name. So, next week, it'll be a little bit more fire and actually in the major leagues. This is. Uh, a minor league system that just changed over into a wood bat league that is trying to compete with Cape Cod. Um, if you know anything about baseball, Cape Cod is a premier wood bat collegiate league. Um, that's where all your your big name guys are going in college to get recognized um, and also get some uh, practice with the wood bat. Put yeah. some wood bats in those sock puppets, y'all. Exactly. Johnson City has a lot of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
All right, let's move on. Let's do some grinds my gears and uh, take this one home. Uh, All right, you ready I, for I, this? I got one for you all. <laughs> all right, yeah. You know what really this. grinds my gears? When you're watching multiple things on TV, like sporting events, and each one of them is on a commercial at the exact same time. Oh, I'm like, come on, man. Like, can't yeah. one of you be like in progress yeah. when I needed to? But no, like you're watching three things and all three of them have to be like, come That's on. That's a great one. That's awful, man. So, yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? When people give advice for situations they've never been in. <laughs> this past weekend, I had someone uh, try to helpfully explain how they would plan a wedding. When I asked, oh, I didn't know you were married, this fella said, I'm not. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were divorced. He said, I'm not. So what do you know about planning weddings? Well, uh, you know, we all plan stuff. Dude, I've seen the wedding planner with Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey, okay? It's a beautiful love story about how people can meet in random situations. I know everything. Yep. There yep. you go. Do you yeah. got another one? Uh, I'm going to save them. You know, you got to tune in next week, y'all. Anybody else got anything else? No? No? no good? I mean, okay. I, can't, I could do one I mean, more. let's do one more. Sure. You know what really grinds my gears? When people look over your shoulder when you're texting, I'm not, I'm not texting you. This isn't for you. This is for someone else. Stop peeping. I got one more. You got yeah. one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? When a sign says, sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> like, I don't need you to tell me that sign. Shut up, sign. Like, just, just tell me it's not working, okay? I don't even like, oh, oh, thank God that sign cares about my feelings right now. Like, I now feel so much better that that toilet is no longer a place I can drop a deuce. <laughs> All, right, All right, it's been real, y'all. Game over, man. It's game over. Next up, let's show. Here it is! Here it is! From deep inside your audio device of choice. <laughs> 